Hello everybody, my name is Stephanie and I'm joining Peter Watson today for this episode of We Ask Watson. Hi Peter, how are you doing? Hi there, very well. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Marvellous, always good to hear. Um, so what, um, what have you got for us today then? Sure, so um, I wouldn't say it's my favourite story of today, but it's definitely a very important one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is that Grindr has shared its user data with third parties. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know what Grindr is, it's a, um, a gay dating app. And uh, this app does have a history of sharing uh, users' data with um, third parties. In the past, it's been with advertisement companies and users would have, uh, you know, pop-ups as we all do when we browse the internet. Um, but these advertisements would be, you know, tailored to them so they'd uh, have adverts coming up like how to keep safe and all that kind of stuff. Um, this time it's a little bit more serious, uh, a lot more serious and very sensitive data has been leaked. Now, it is very serious because the people that are signed up to this app may not have come out. Um, I'm sure that a lot of them haven't. Uh, extremely serious because there's cultures and there's environments where being gay isn't acceptable and it can be life-threatening. It can also open up um, instances where these people could be blackmailed and it's just such a serious issue i think that data protection is such a big deal so um i i don't think that uh grinder being fined a little over nine nine million euros is good enough especially when they have a history of doing it before totally agree i mean i think this is a this is a small story that is actually a big story um because Data protection is a very big thing at the moment. Um, it is part of the whole um, sort of antitrust, anti-big tech um, momentum that is gathering pace. And there has been gathering pace probably since since sort of last year, really. Um, and I think that this is another story to add to the pot because... Um, yeah, as you rightly pointed out, with Grinder having users on there who uh, do not want their, uh, you know, want their details to be passed on to third parties, the fact that it is been doing or has been doing um, is actually very serious. And you know, I think actually um, dating apps generally, you know, have very very serious. Uh, you know, they they really they really do have very sensitive information. Um, I mean, I remember a few years ago there was this. Um, um affairs website called ashley madison um and uh, you know i think they had a data leak um and that is very serious because of course every everyone by definition everyone on there is not wanting to be discovered so you know i mean that's this is for dating but i mean you know there's loads there's loads more data protection issues with regard to uh, maybe more mainstream things like like facebook etc and and the way that they use their data so um you know you've got that you've got the um uh, thing coming up quite soon i think with I- ios the next version of ios um which is going to 
make uh, passing on uh, data like this to third parties uh, much more difficult. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in this at the moment. And I think that this is going to be something that is going to be a major theme for this year and probably next as well, because it is it is so big. And, you know, the lawmakers and stuff around the world really going to have to decide what they're going to be able, what they're going to do and how they're going to um, treat uh, data breaches. So. uh, So, yeah. So I think this is this is this is a small sounding story, but I think it will have big implications. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's just. Um, do you think that people working from home has really like made the situation worse worse with data protection and data leaks? Yeah, I mean, I suppose that yes, there is. I mean, I, I, in the sense that you know, maybe you're doing a job. Let's let's say you're a lawyer. Um, you're working on very sensitive, or you know, let's say an M and A uh, M and A banker or something. You you are working on stuff that is inherently secret. You know, and it's not the information is not meant to be out there yet. You might be in in a in a house. You might have the window open, and someone <laughs> someone can can hear that there's about to be an M and A deal going on. They 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 get on their uh, they get uh, whip their phone out, it, get get on eToro and uh, and start trading. You know, I mean, you, you, that kind of sensitive information is there. Or you might be working with with you know the, in the same room as a partner. You, you know, you never know. So, I mean, all these, you know, data protection, um, I mean, I suppose that's a different sort of data protection, but, you know, data protection, certainly on, on your computer and, you know, where you can store it, how you can store it, what happens to it. You know, I think it's, it's all it's all going to be, um, yeah, it's, it's all a big thing, a very big thing. Uh, and it's going to be, like I say, for, for certainly for this year, um, if, if not next year as well, and possibly beyond. So, Peter, what's your story of today? Um, so, my story of today is Beyond Meat. Now, I, I really do like this company. Um, I mean, I, I think I liked it particularly uh, when I, I mean, if you look way back on my YouTube channel, um, <laughs> on um, I, I did a, I did a taste test on a Beyond Meat burger because I went to they, they signed a deal um, with uh, initially uh, in the UK because it's an American company signed a deal with Honest Burger which is a, a, a you know a small sort of burger chain um that that um, is mainly i think in london um and they did did a they did a burger there uh, and i and i did a taste test of that burger and was absolutely amazed i know this is this is a spoiler but you know i was absolutely amazed at how you know how good it was and and uh, etc so anyway since then um i have been um, pretty interested in this whole kind of uh, meat replacement uh, kind of stuff and um, they have just signed a joint venture with PepsiCo which is obviously massive um, and um, you know as a result because no one expected it Beyond Meat's share price went up by 26%. Now the thing is with um, Beyond Meat is a lot of people assume that it's a bit of a fad um, you know I certainly um, I, I remember you know when when um, when, the, when they kind of came out with their stuff and remember that, that whole Greg's uh, uh, you know, in Veganuary with their with their vegan sausage roll and offending the the sensibilities of uh, uh, Piers Morgan and stuff like that. I mean, it was all it was all you know. Didn't it all seem like innocent times back then? Um, but but anyway, um, I think it's really interesting for them. Um, Beyond Meat needs scale, um, and I think that this is going to help them get scale because they will be able to certainly tap into uh, Pepsi, uh, PepsiCo's uh, global partners. Um, and they, like I say, they need it. 
Um, they need to be able to um, uh, tap into that. And also, um, from the other side of it, you've got PepsiCo, which is trying to um, uh, broaden its product array uh, into healthier stuff. And uh, I guess that Beyond Meat falls into that category. Although, uh, if you're a meat farmer, uh, you would argue that Beyond Meat is actually overhyped in terms of how healthy it is because of how processed it is. But then, on the other hand, if you are a Beyond Meat fan, you will point to the fact that, you know, it's less capital intensive. You don't need so many people in a factory um, producing producing this stuff. It's, it's kinder to the environment, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I think it's good for both. Beyond Meat gets, gets, the, um, gets uh, global expertise and global reach, potentially. Um, and uh, PepsiCo um, looks, looks, uh, looks better by uh, gaining something that is, that is uh, touted as, as, a, as a healthy thing. So uh, uh, all, all's good in the hood, I'd say, for them. <laughs> um, what, what do you think? Because I know you're a fan. You're, you're a fan of Beyond Meat. Yeah, I am a big fan. Um, I, I, think, I think it's a really good joint venture. Um, it would be, nice um, be nice for Beyond Meat to um, get its name out there a little bit more, give people mm. the opportunity to try it who've not really... Um, who don't really know too much about it. Mm. I think that people who are a fan of Pepsi and maybe um, not tried a Beyond Meat, I think they'd be inclined to try it because, um, you know, Pepsi has put its name to it. So I think it will be really good. Really good. Yeah. You know what? I wonder whether there'll be. You know, like there's a Pepsi. Uh, this is a Pepsi challenge, right? Where you have a Pepsi and you have a Coke, and someone you've got a blind taste challenge. You've got to test which one's better. Maybe this is going to if if Beyond Meat, right? Uh, Something Beyond Meat. If Impossible Foods does a joint venture with Coca Cola, and by the way, I have no idea whether they are. But if they if Coca Cola went together with Impossible Foods, which I guess is a big rival. <laughs> you can have like you can have a blind taste testing of Pepsi and versus Cola and a burger, a sort of burger battle between Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat. I mean, that would be amazing. That would be the ultimate food and drink um, <laughs> taste test challenge. You heard it here first on Watson's Daily uh, podcast. But, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know whether <laughs> I don't know how that would work. But that's got to be like a great like uh, advertising thing, don't you think? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just don't know what to say, do you? I, I just came out. I've no idea where that came from, but I just I just sort of thought of it just now. I would um, pay to watch that. <laughs> no, I, well, there we go. I could there tell, go, I yeah. could, you know what, if I was playing that game, I could tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke. I'm okay. not sure I could tell the difference between something like Pepsi and, do they still make Dr. Pepper? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. not sure I, I could tell the difference Dr. between that. Dr. Dr. Pepper's my favourite, my favourite soft drink. Um, so I know it's, it's one of those Marmite <laughs> things, isn't it? Either people either hate it and say, what the hell are you thinking of? It tastes like medicine. Or people like me who absolutely love it. Um, but anyway, but there you go. But so you heard it here first, everyone. It's the, it's the, new, it's the new challenge of the next generation. It's um, Pepsi and Beyond Meat versus, uh, versus Coca-Cola and impossible food let's get let's get it let's get it going let's let's create a momentum this has given me a genius idea what we should do <laughs> is set up a taste tester right yeah so a person has to guess what they're eating at, yeah. whilst listening to a news story 
yes. with the names of uh, <laughs> companies being replaced with something yeah. else. You have to guess the food and guess the real company. Well, there we go. There we go. There's a challenge right there. Um, and I mean, it's got viral written all over it. Um, so For only good reasons, I hope. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, very good point. Yeah. Um, right. Anyway, so um, I suppose that's that's kind of it, isn't it, really, um, for, for today? Yeah. But I know it's a bit short for today, but, you know, short and sweet. Um, just really want to mention um, there's a new thing, um, a new initiative that we are taking at Watson's Daily. Uh, tomorrow we are going to be publishing the new, brand new thing, brand new shiny thing for Watson's Daily called um, Watson's Daily Quick Bites. And basically what that is, is a, um, it's going to be a short report written by um, one of my, uh, or, uh, you know, one of my ambassadors approved and edited by me. Uh, and it is going to appear in your email. So every day I send, when I write the uh, write Watson's Daily, I send out an email saying, um, you know, it's ready to read. And I know that a lot of people who get Watson's Daily, they they don't read the email, and they but they just, you know, they bookmark the uh, the website and just refresh, refresh, refresh. Um, but you know what will what will happen here? This will be on your email. So if you want to read it, it's on. It's going to be on the email. So look out for it tomorrow. Um, they're not. I don't. I don't think they're going to come out every day. We're going to. We, it's a bit of an experiment. We're going to see how it goes. Let us know what you think. Um, but I think I'm. I'm. I'm very excited about this. So. Um, so that's coming out tomorrow. Look out for it in your e, uh, in your email and let us know what you think. But anyway, um, that's it really for today. But thank you so much, Steph, um, for being here today. Unfortunately, I don't think Steph's going to be with us for the rest of the week. Um, and I can hear a collective. Are from everyone uh, listening to this. Um, I know I can I can tell. Uh, see, there's one in the background, uh, and <laughs> it's actually your cat. It is my cat. cat. People <laughs> often cat, think right. I have a child in here. That I'm neglecting. <laughs> I promise you, it's yeah. not. It's a cat. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the cat's obviously gutted, but you know, um, let's, let's, uh, yeah. So, but we, I will be back um, tomorrow um, with, with someone else. Um, So, uh, so anyway, but thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, Thank you, Steph, for your time. um, And we will be back again. Thank you, Peter. It's always a pleasure. And thank you, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye.